This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, August 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Did MFP2 spark corn rush? ESA rollback. Public charge rule head to court. Entire West Coast going cage-free. Markets shaken. MFP2 fingered for corn surge. Corn prices have taken a nosedive in the wake of some eye-popping numbers released by the Department of Agriculture. And some experts say President Donald Trump's trade assistance package had a lot to do with the big corn acreage and carry-out estimates behind the market drop. Based on resurveying farmers and analyzing other data, USDA now estimates farmers planted 90 million acres of corn this year. According to USDA's Farm Service Agency, producers were unable to plant another 11 million corn acres. USDA also estimated carryout from this year's crop at nearly 2.2 billion bushels, a considerably higher number than the trade expected. September corn futures promptly fell a limit of 25 cents a bushel to 3.85 yesterday afternoon. University of Illinois economist Scott Irwin says it appears that farmers planted as much corn as they could that after the announcement of Trump's latest market facilitation program in May, and a lot of that corn acreage was originally intended for soy. Irwin wrote on Twitter, We will never know for sure, but the timing of the release of the MFP2 payment program with its coupling to planting something may have actually sealed the doom of the corn market this year. Now remember, the one thing USDA officials said they didn't want to do with MFP2 is influence planting decisions. They may have done just that to the benefit of corn users. Here's the acreage math. The total amount of planted and prevent plant corn acres shot from 90 million last year to 101 million this year. Total of planted and prevent plant soybeans fell from 89.5 million acres in 2018 to 81.1 million this year. Keep in mind, Congress made prevent plant acres eligible for special disaster assistance payments this year, but the payments are likely to be fairly modest. USDA estimates uh, that prevent plant acres across all commodities at 19.4 million. Total disaster payments for all ag disasters in 2018 and 19, well, they're capped at $3 billion under a bill enacted in June. MFP analysis, payments coming this month yet. Farmers curious about how USDA officials calculated payments for this year should know more within the next two weeks. USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson tells AgriPulse, we're working on our draft white paper. We'll get that cleared and on to our website as soon as we can. Johansson said USDA could be on track to send the payments to producers by the end of the month. ESA overhaul faces legal challenges. States and environmental groups are announcing their plans to sue the Trump administration over changes announced Monday to the Endangered Species Act. California and Massachusetts will be among those litigating the changes, which are designed to make the law clearer and more efficient. That according to the Fish and Wildlife Service and National Marine Fisheries Service. Critics, including most environmental groups, say the rewrites will reduce the amount of species habitat protected and give federal agencies more leeway to ignore recommendations from the wildlife agencies. Based on comments submitted last fall that were critical of the proposed rules, 
other states likely will sign on to the litigation include Pennsylvania, Maryland, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington, as well as the District of Columbia. Among environmental groups, the Natural Resources Defense Council and the Center for Biological Diversity said they would go to court. Anti-hunger groups. Immigration rule will increase food insecurity. Anti-hunger organizations say the Trump administration's crackdown on legal immigration will push more people into food insecurity by discouraging them from getting SNAP benefits. A rule issued by the Department of Homeland Security has added SNAP to the types of government benefits that will get immigrants classified as public charges and make it harder for them to get green cards. Under a long-standing law, the government can deny entry or legal residency to immigrants deemed dependent on public assistance. The White House says the rule will, quote, preserve our social safety net for vulnerable Americans. But the National Immigration Law Center announced plans to file a legal challenge. Critics argue the rule will lead immigrants to drop off of SNAP rolls or not apply for the benefits, hurting grocery stores and farmers in the process. Kate Leon, the chief government relations officer for Feeding America, which represents the nation's food bank, says this rule will create an impossible choice for people struggling to put food on the table. Cage-free laws sweep West Coast. With the signing of a new law in Oregon yesterday, all eggs from the West Coast will have to come from cage-free facilities. Like laws recently passed in California and Washington, Oregon's new law will require that eggs produced and sold in the state come from cage-free barns that also contain purchase, nests, as well as scratching and dusting bathing areas. That according to the Humane Society of the U.S. Oregon Governor Kate Brown signed into law a bill requiring the state's agriculture department to develop rules by 2024. California's laws being phased in through 2022 and Washington's through 2023. The Oregon law does not apply to farm owners or operators with 3,000 or fewer hens. USDA setting up vaccine bank. U.S. Department of Agriculture's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service will begin gathering input this fall from vaccine manufacturers interested in supplying the new National Animal Vaccine and Veterinary Countermeasures Bank authorized by the 2018 Farm Bill. The agency will use the feedback to decide how to acquire stocks of foot-and-mouth vaccine. Under the Farm Bill, APHIS is also releasing $10 million to be divided between the National Animal Disease Preparedness and Response Program and the National Animal Health Laboratory Network. Vietnam Saving U.S. Cotton Exports The outlook for U.S. cotton exports continues to look rosier as Vietnam proves to be an even better customer than expected, that according to USDA reports. The U.S. is now forecast to export 17.2 million bales for the 2019-20 market a year. That's a 200,000 bale increase from earlier predictions, and it comes despite only minimal sales to China during a trade war that has spurred deep retaliatory tariffs. Vietnam, where many cotton mills are Chinese-owned, is the star of the show for U.S. farmers and exporters. It's already the top foreign market for U.S. cotton, and a spur to foreign investment is prompting Vietnam to expand its imports, according to the USDA Foreign Agriculture Service. 
China's demand for cotton is also on the rise, but the trade war with the U.S. is sparing other suppliers to steal away the market share once held by American producers. Here's today's He Said It. At the end of the day, they are numbers that we have to use, which is very tough. That Allendale President Steve Gregory reacting to the USDA's reports that drove corn prices down. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, August 13th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.